So this is the only video you're going to need to watch to take your dispensary to the next level in 2024. This is your 2024 dispensary marketing plan. So I do this video every single year and every year we take the learnings from the previous year so that I can impart you what you need to do now so that you can take your dispensary to the next level. So in this video, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna touch on how you can use the cannabis sales equation to identify how you can increase your sales, how you can get as many people as we can to know you exist, how to then convert those people into paying customers, how to then make those customers never want to stop shopping with you, and then developing a custom action plan based on where you are now and what you need to do moving forward. Forward. First things first, please, if I can have your attention, I know in this a starved attention economy with TikTok and everything like that, I'm not gonna ask you to turn off your cell phones, but if you could at least put it on do not disturb, that'd be fantastic. Because if you're a dispensary owner and you're serious about getting better results in 2024, it's only gonna take 30 minutes, but the next 30 minutes are absolutely gonna change your life. If you stay until the end as well, I'm also gonna provide you with this. This is the dispensary website playbook on how you can turn your website into a money-making machine. This is the latest book that I just created to show you everything that you need to do on your website so that you can convert your online traffic visitors into paying customers. Very quickly, who am I? So my name is Brandon and in 2018 I started my own small business and for those of you who are wondering it was a local table tennis club. And like with many other businesses just starting I had to answer this question. How do I get more clients through the doors with pretty much zero budget? So my first thought was that I had to use social media to get clients but after hundreds of posts and only some likes on my posts to show for I was getting hopeless. Then I came to a huge realization. Whenever somebody searches for something, they Google it. Then boom, it hit me. I need to get my website to the top of Google so then I don't ever need to rely on social media to get people coming in ever again. What happened after that though, is that after a little bit of excitement, I was like, there's no way I could spend thousands of dollars a month on an SEO agency to help me rank number one. So this was the beginning of my SEO journey. What I needed to do was buckle down and start learning and figure out exactly what I needed to do to get my website ranking higher. This picture over here, you can see when I first started out, I had to like beg two of my friends to come and join, literally only two people at the club, but that was just the beginning. After that, I was able to rank my table tennis club to number one and then I tripled my monthly customers. So here I just started with two people and then a year later I got a little bit of traction and then a little bit after that I got tons of people coming into the club. So uh, what I then did was like, okay, I don't think I'm gonna become some table tennis mogul and rule the world with table tennis. <laughs> um, so what I did decide to do was a, a few months after that I wanted to help other businesses get the same results that I did. So I launched my own SEO journey. What ended up happening was that after getting a couple clients through the door, that's where the beginning of Cannabud market marketing really started. So then if you see here, we really transitioned or I transitioned into a dispensary marketing agency where we have a bunch of awesome clients that we work with. So Rocky Mountain Cannabis here says just in the short period of time we've been working with you guys, the results speak for themselves. They own 18 locations. Stone Ape, we got to the first page of Google in four months and started getting more online orders. All our numbers went up every single month. Main Cannabis Exchange, now we're ranked first on Google for searches in our state. Euphoria Wellness, our rankings have gone up immensely the few months we've been here already ready. So not only that, I'm not just asking people to say good things about me. Obviously, we're generating amazing results as well. You can see here for this dispensary, we increased calls to this dispensary by 302%, $120,000 of revenue in only three months. Their data was 33,000 website visits, 14,000 direction requests, and 8,500 calls. And these are highly warm customers. These are people that are on Google looking for uh, cannabis products to consume. Just like how when you go online, you type in a restaurant near me, you're going to go and you're doing it because you want 
want something to eat. Do you want to get these results as well? First things first, we need to figure out exactly what the problem is and why you're in this situation in the first place. The majority of dispensary owners that I talk to, they pretty much are following this sort of framework. They know that there are potential customers in the area, then they just kind of hope and pray, and then boom, sales come in. They think if they go at the front desk and they're working really hard and they just smile, people are just going to come in automatically. But that is not the case. And if you're watching this video, you've probably realized that that's not the case. However, upon trying to figure out how to solve this problem, there's just so many options. You're like, okay, there is SEO, PPC, website, social, where do I spend my money? Or if you have spent money, you've probably spent a bunch of money and then really didn't have anything to show for it. If you have gone through all this stuff, you've probably also said something along the lines of your pro your customers are probably saying, oh, I didn't know you guys existed and you were open for months or even years, probably getting zero to low online orders, spending way too much money on weed maps or some other third party platform. And then you're also probably losing sales due to increasing competition. However, with all of this being said, with problems, therein lies opportunities. So with opportunities, what we can now do is create a clear marketing plan with specific strategies. So then you can then have a great return on your investment and then you can make a bunch of money and a bunch of sales. First things first, we have to set up your plan. What do we need to do in order for you to generate more sales? We need to figure out what is your framework on how do you generate sales in the first place? So what you need to do is you need to follow this thing. It's called the Canabud sales equation. And what this means is that you have an equation that equates to dispensary sales. And it is awareness times conversion plus loyalty is equal to dispensary sales. So I'm going to go and define all of these right now. But essentially, if you have a lot of awareness, but no conversion, these parentheses then turn into zero. But with some loyal customers, you still might end up getting sales. If you have nobody that knows you exist, and you're converting all of them, this also again turns to zero, then you're all then still going to get some money from loyal customers in the back end. And that's probably what you're seeing. So what this actually means is is that you want to get people to know you exist. And that is awareness. If people don't know you exist, none of this matters because they don't even know you exist in the first place. The second one is then conversion. It's then converting people who know you exist into customers. And then the third one is loyalty, getting those customers to keep coming back and providing that word of mouth growth. What does that mean? We want to feed the positive feedback loop where you have awareness that then converts into loyal customers. And then you're going to continue driving sales. And that's how you're going to get dispensary growth. So now that we know the plan, awareness, conversion, loyalty. These are the things that equate to sales. What we're going to do now is how do we get people to know you exist in the first place? Now, awareness, like I said, it's getting people to know you exist. You need to figure out how do you know if you have an awareness problem in the first place? Do you have low website traffic, low in-store traffic, overly dependent on repeat customers, people mentioning, oh, I didn't even know you existed despite being open for months. So all of these things relate to people not even knowing that you exist in the first place. So your general awareness strategy is that you, you have your main forms of digital awareness campaigns. You have social media, you then have Google ads, you have Facebook ads, you have SEO, and then you have programmatic ads as well. However, based on the current restrictions and cannabis still being the whole federally illegal and stuff like that, I would say we can cross out these three things because you can't allow Facebook ads, you're not allowed Google ads, and then social media, raise your hand if you've had your account suspended. If you haven't, it probably will get suspended in the future. Not saying that social media isn't good, but if we're trying to pick at the lowest hanging fruits of what we can do to help improve sales on your store, it's definitely going to be these two things. I say search engine optimization, and then I say programmatic ads is more advanced because programmatic ads requires, I would say, slightly higher budget, more testing, and you're 
you're not exactly sure what'll work and you're also not building out in your own platform and building out your own brand. So what I'm gonna mainly touch on is SEO, search engine optimization, because this is where the bulk of people are gonna find you. And the reason why I say this is because here, Google is where everyone is going to find you. You can see here that you have this dispensaries near me keyword. It has almost 3 million people searching. And then just for dispensary, it's almost 1.5 million people. And with more and more states legalizing, going from zero to medical to recreational, and then state lines possibly opening up for delivery, this is only going to be an even faster and growing market, especially on Google. The big problem with Google is that 75% of people will never pass scroll past the first page on Google. So this is why you need to rank number one. So I did a a quick study here. This is a study done by Systrix, right? So I'm not just pulling these numbers out of nowhere. But let's just say you have 2,000 potential customers per month on Google. Here's some quick stats at a $45 cart size. So first place, if your conversion, your CTR is 28.5, you're going to get probably around 10 times more sales than the person in 10th place because this person only has 2.5% click-through rate. All this really means is that while you do want to rank on Google, you also want to rank number one which is super, super important. The goal of SEO is to rank here in this Google Maps section and then to also rank in this organic section as well. Because when you rank in these two places, you then generate as much awareness as you possibly can. So one, customers are gonna want the cannabis product Two, they're gonna Google uh, the cannabis slash dispensary related keyword. And then three, they're gonna go on your website, get direction, call directly and make a purchase online. So when you do rank up here, when people type in dispensary near me, cannabis store and in insert city, whatever it is, they're gonna find you on Google. And then the chance that they're gonna come in and purchase is also super, super high. Unlike social media or anything like that, the problem is, is that sure, you might get a few likes here and there on social media, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna turn into somebody purchasing product from you, which is what really matters. So the conversion of this awareness funnel is actually super high as well, but this is where your customers are right? Like when you're going online, if you're looking for a restaurant, if you're looking for a plumber, a roofer, a pet store, or whatever it is, right? You're going to go online and then you're going to go on Google, you're going to go to the website, get a direction, call directly or make a purchase online. That's why we need to build out your awareness funnel to get people to know you exist in the first place. The next thing that we need to then focus on is then conversion. It's then converting the people who know you exist then into paying customers. So the question that you need to ask yourself is like, is your website set up to convert your visitors? into customers. So what I did here is all I did was take a very simple case study where I looked at the conversion of a sample case study website. So typically when people go online, they're gonna go one, they're gonna visit the website, then they're gonna go visit the shop page where all the different products are. Then once they select the product, they're gonna go visit the cart page. Once they go to the cart page and select the product they want, they're gonna go check out and then they're ultimately gonna make a purchase. So a five steps from website session to purchase, right? This may vary based on how your website is built out, but in general, this is how it's gonna look. All I did was adjust the conversion here by 15%. So the conversion from website sessions to shop page visits um, is 80% here, and the conversion here is 65% here. But we can see here is that with a 15% conversion at the top of funnel, that resulted in a difference of annual revenue of almost $150,000. So this is how do we go about to make sure that your website is optimized as best as possible so that we can ensure that your customers go on and start clicking, 
right? This essentially is solved by doing things on your website to help, I would say, persuade or guide your customers in a specific path so that you can then end up getting more people shopping with you. A few of those things that you need to take into consideration are, does your website itself speak to the customer? Do you have any key differentiators for your business, right? What different areas are you servicing? Do you want to go low cost, high discount, lots of sales? But if you're doing that and you're in a area that is more, let's say, affluent and wants to spend money on more premium products, it's not going to work out. Likewise, if you're in an area with like expendable money or whatever it is to spend and you go super, super high premium, it also is going to be very difficult for you to sell. So you need to make sure your website is built to speak to your customer. Are you one size fits all? Are you boutique with curated and craft cannabis products? Do you have the best flower? Like, what is it exactly do you sell and how do you niche down to ensure that your dispensary is separated from the rest? And then other things on your website, like is your phone number hyperlinked? Is your email hyperlinked? Do you have social proof and testimonials? Do you have a live chat option on your website? Do you have calls to action? Do you uh, leverage marketing automation? Do you use SMS to maximize your conversion rates? So all of these different things put together will help improve the conversions on your website as a whole. Now, like I said, if you stay tuned, the book that I have, the website marketing playbook goes through all the steps you need to do to help improve your website for conversion. But other things that you need to do is really figure out, like find what messages resonate with your customers. Because one, you can one, generate as many Google reviews as possible, but to see why your customers like your brand and like the way things are going, um, then you can get an idea of what you need to do on your website. So typically when you go online, you're going to see the reviews that you have right? And you're going to see customers that are polarized. They're going to be super happy or very angry, right? But then here you can see the exact reasons why people love working with your dispensary. So you can see here, the staff was really helpful and friendly. I got a birthday discount, which was an awesome surprise and really made my day. They're decently priced and have a great selection. I highly recommend. I highly recommend this place. This is my first time visiting this dispensary. I had an awesome time. Ramon and Chanel helped me. They have an excellent staff. They went above and beyond the call of duty to help me understand my options. They're very helpful with this, the disabled community. So when you go in, if you're, if you're unsure, like how do you know what your customer is like? What are the things I need to do both in store and online to ensure people come in and make a purchase? Just look at your Google reviews, see what people say, see what people like about you, and then you can go and do the things that your customers like. Boom. <laughs> so definitely I'd recommend go take a look at your review, see what your customers like, because if you do what your customers like more, you're going to get more customers. After you know then how to convert your customers, you want to get your customers to keep on coming back. Because technically, if you get your customers and you know a customer never leaves, that means you never really need to get new customers because you know your existing customers are never going to leave. Now, um, that's obviously 100% theoretical. Your customers are definitely going to leave, sorry to say, uh, but who knows, they might come back, right? And what we want to do here, our goal is to try and ensure that your customers keep on coming back and they never leave ever, ever again. And the reason why I say that is because we then need to take a look at something called LTV or the lifetime value of your customers. So the average lifetime value of a Starbucks customer is about $14,000. Um, and it's because of this calculation below. So this is just a sample calculation. You can do it yourself, but a customer is worth the total amount that they're going to spend with your business over the course and period of time. Right. So what I did here was take the average purchase value. So your customer is going to come in and purchase, let's say, forty five dollars worth of product. Then they're going to purchase how many times per year? So this is two per month. So I would say 
24 a year. And then let's say you get an additional 50 customers a month. So your customer LTV just for one year, right? If it's two years, it's about $2,000, three years, $3,000, so on and so forth. But again, want to keep these numbers kind of simple to, to kind of outline. We can see here that the customer LTV um, for one year is a thousand bucks. That means you can get an estimated additional revenue of $54,000 or, or almost $650,000 a year. Because what we're going to do, the calculation for the LTV, this should be 1080, not 540. But you get the point at 1000 customers uh, at each customer purchasing two times a month, that's about $1,000. And then that's how you calculate how much money you can make per customer. It's not like one customer is coming in and spending 30 bucks. Like, no, it's each customer coming in, spending approximately $100 a month with you. How many customers do you need that will stay and continue at that frequency? That's going to give you the number of money, uh, how much money you can make every year. So one, you either increase the purchase value or two, you increase the purchase frequency or three, you just increase the a number and amount of time they purchase with you over the course of their lifetime. So now the question is, is how do I get my customers to never want to leave me ever again? You get the point, right? So what you need to do is you need to follow the loyalty strategy. So it's mandatory to have these in place, right? This is like the bare minimum that you need to have for your dispensary. And then everything else is gravy. So what you need to do is one, you need to make sure that your products are good. You need to have good quality products. If your products are bad, then you're Customers will not come because your products are bad. <laughs> Two, you need to have good customer service. If you don't have good customer service, like if I go back up here, the customer service, right? We can see Ramon and Chanel really helped me. The staff is friendly and quick. The first time in the dispensary, the staff was friendly and willing to help me. Like the staff, the staff, right? The staff, the staff, the staff. So uh, your front facing bud tenders are very crucial to ensuring that customers keep coming back because if you give them a bad experience, they're not gonna enjoy wanting to come back and then you're gonna lose them as a customer, right? All it takes is one bad experience with the customer to never have them come back to your store ever again. The third one is then you need to have your pricing aligned with provided value. So like I said, if you wanna go high-end boutique and craft, right? That's what you're going to need to do in order to sell your product with more money. Because if you try and sell this like really, really bad product and you want to sell it really, like really expensive, then what's going to happen is that people are not going to come in and, and they're not going to want to buy because the pricing is not aligned with the provided value. The reason I didn't say you want to have the cheapest product available because that, that's not exactly true because you can sell more expensive product, but you need to make sure again, it's aligned with the value that you're providing. Is it, you know, proprietary? Is it, you know, not like selected? Is it limited edition? Whatever it is, you need to make sure that your pricing is aligned with your provided value. And then the buying experience. So the buying experience goes into things like minimal waiting times, a good store layout, easy online purchasing, so on and so forth. So no amount of tips and tricks will help you if you don't have these four foundations in place. But once you do have those foundations in place, we can go into the three main loyalty strategies. One is SMS, two is email, and then three is loyalty reward programs. So we can see here, uh, this was a breakdown by I think SpringBig. And SpringBig has this case study where they segmented purchase buyer behavior into three different categories. So we have members with more than one redemption, members with no redemption, and then non-members. So remember that LTV calculation that I was showing you, we wanna get your customers purchasing for as long as possible, right? So we can see here that members with more than one redemption, the percentage of total spend made up in month 12 was almost 75%. So we can see that active loyalty members make up the majority of sales after one year. So if you have a program put in place where customers continually use those loyalty points, that is a very good indication that they will be with you for 
for years to come. Then you have members with no redemptions at all. So these are members who are not active in the program, but they spend more than non-members in one year. So even if they don't have any redemptions, we can see here that they still spend more money. It's about 20% of total spend in month 12. And the non-members, it's only 5.8%. So it's very clear that we want to ensure that we can, one, have a loyalty program put in place, but two, get them to redeem your points. That's super important. So if you have a system where your the point to uh, spend ratio isn't very good, you want to make sure that you incentivize them to spend points because they will spend an outsized return when it comes to month 12, which is super, super important. So ideally, you want to convert your non-members into members with no redemptions and then your members with no redemptions into members with more than one redemption. Now, on to email and SMS. So these two things have been a point of, I don't want to say controversy, but it has been a point of marketing as of late. So we have email and SMS. We can see here that the average open rate sits between 28 and 33%, right? Sometimes uh, open rates can be drastically higher. Sometimes they can be smaller. SMS has an open rate at about 97% to 99%. If I showed you these two numbers as a whole, you'd probably be like, Brandon, why the heck would I even do email? Why don't I do SMS? Because people are going to open up my messages. From a quantitative measure, you are absolutely correct. If you can only send messages and you want people to read them as much as possible, you want to go and do SMS. However, the main thing that I said is that you want them to read your messages. A lot of times with SMS, especially in the cannabis space, you automatically get shut down. Not only that, you can't send as many SMS messages because people do not like to get spammed on their personal phone when it comes to texts. Reason? It's because they don't normally get telemarketers. They don't like telemarketers. Nobody likes people to their personal message. Email now has like a different feel. You expect newsletters and things to come from there, but SMS, absolutely not. Do not uh, continue sending messages out. When you do send SMS, you wanna make sure it has a good feel to it. You wanna make sure, uh, like it says here, uh, you want to have, have a personal touch. You don't want it to say, hey, blah, 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 like buy my stuff, buy my stuff. No, because it's going to come across as spammy. And then, like I said, all it takes is one person to opt out of the messages and then you lose them forever. Think about when you do a bad job, you lose your customers forever. And then I promise you, you're going to look at marketing completely differently. Email, however, has a little bit more leeway. There's not as much that you need to worry about with email. You still need to make sure you don't get caught with spam and all that stuff. A good marketing strategy will take both of these into consideration because if you haven't had any SMS issues with cannabis, you probably will. And email is a database where you can go ahead and build out your database and continue compounding on that month in and month out. So grow something, grow your email list, grow your SMS. SMS list, right? Because you want to make sure that if you don't even have a loyalty program, you can further get people to keep on coming back. It's all about getting your customers to keep coming back. So if somebody purchases from you once and you just lost them, you lost them as a customer, they're never going to come back. And that's just a complete waste. Last but not least, I'm going to go through a quick summary of everything we spoke about because I know I spoke about a lot. Like I said, one, we set up your sales framework, right? The Cannabud um, sales equation. Two, we know how to feed our positive feedback loop. Three, we made sure our customers, our website is being found by our customers with SEO. Four, we've optimized our website for conversion. And then five, we established loyalty with our customers. Like I said, you have the Cannabud sales equation and now you have a better understanding of how this works. So awareness, what you're going to do, you're going to drive awareness with SEO. You're going to rank one on Google Maps and the organic listing that sits below Google Maps. 
right? You're going to then build a website that then converts the people who know you exist into paying customers. And then you're going to use the four pillars of loyalty plus SMS plus text plus uh, your loyalty program to help people keep on coming back over and over and over again. So what does that give you? Boom, we're back to the beginning. Look, full circle. Awareness, conversion, loyalty, and sales is equal to dispensary growth. So when you put all of that together, what does that really give you? The results are some awesome, awesome stuff. So I did touch on this at the beginning of the video. And yes, these are real client results that I've done and I've helped my clients, real dispensaries, uh, Rocky Mountain Cannabis here, Stoned Ape, main cannabis exchange euphoria wellness all these guys i've been able to help them get some outsized returns some crazy crazy results you know like i said i increased the um, results for this dispensary got them one hundred and twenty thousand dollars of revenue generated in only three months 33,000 website visits, 14,000 direction requests, 8,500 calls. Now, if you want to go ahead and try and implement any of these things ourselves, like I said, it would be very difficult for me to go into like insane technical detail on all of these things. This is just a general marketing video to show you how you need to plan your strategy moving forward. Because if you look at your sales data and you can see, okay, if I, I'm not getting a lot of people visiting my website, I'm not getting a lot of people in my store, maybe my awareness is off, right? Or if you're getting a lot of people visiting your website but they're not purchasing your conversion is off and if you're not getting a lot of people coming back and purchasing again maybe your loyalty is off right and this doesn't have to be oh because i'm working on awareness i can't work on convert you can work on all of these simultaneously right you're going to work on a little bit of awareness and a little bit of loyalty and a little bit of conversion right so you can work on all of these things at any given point in time so that you can go ahead and then just generate as many sales as you possibly can so like i said you put all these results together and typically what we do for our clients is our our clients see a 34% increase in traffic after four months and an 88% increase in traffic after 12 months. And we pretty much do all of the work. Uh, you don't have to lift a finger, but you know, I don't want to toot uh, our own horn too much. But what I would like to do is share with you the document as promised. If you go to cannabidmarketing.com backslash website hyphen playbook, you're going to get free access to this playbook to show you how you can turn your website into a money-making machine so that you can convert at the highest level possible. And then um, just to quickly summarize everything before the end of the video, like I said, one, we use the cannabis sales equation to identify how you can increase your sales. Two, we showed you how you can get as many people to know you exist. Three, showed you how to convert those people into paying customers. Four, we make those customers never want to leave. And then five, we developed your custom action plan based on where you are and what you need to do. If you want to double your dispensary sales and you want to fast track everything, just go to cannabismarketing.com backslash schedule. You can schedule a free one-on-one -on -one with me and I can go through uh, your website, your online presence. I can give you a full detailed break breakdown, a full audit to show you exactly what's going on in your business, what I'd recommend you do, um, and the things that you need to do moving forward. But that's it for now. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the year. Um, I hope you crush 2024 starting with this by using this plan. And until the next time, I'll see you later. Take care. Bye-bye.